Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a, is a journey through the history of Transformers from the beginning of the animated series, normally. Today we're going to do a little something different. Ed has some personal business, so he is out this week, so I'm hanging out with another old friend of mine who knows a whole lot more about Transformers than even I do. So uh, I'm going to welcome here Boo from the Axon Underground. Hello. All right. We, yeah, you've been on the episode with uh, with Zavgoff before. Uh, he was. Uh, you guys did the uh, wrap up for season one. I mean, right. kind of wrap up for season one and a lot of pandering. Uh, so of yeah, tangents. Yeah, <laughs> as, as we actually do uh, typically when we all talk. Anyways, so uh, I wanted to take this week since uh, you're such an old Transformers fan, also, and kind of do a reaction to like like everyone else is doing on the internet. A reaction to the trailer for Rise of the Beast, the new trailer, the second one that just drops. Uh, so. I actually didn't know it was going to drop before, you know, I guess a day or two before it dropped. So it was all, all kind of exciting. And and I, I don't know what it is. It's been true of every single Transformers movie since the beginning of uh, the Michael Bay movies coming out. These trailers always get me hyped up. It doesn't matter how good or bad the movie ends up being. The trailers get me. It's like subliminal messaging or something. They work really well yeah. at what they do. <laughs> like, like these people are marketing or something, right? <laughs> so this is actually kind of neat. Um, I know you know a lot about different um, different origins of, I say, um, harbingers of uh, Unicron. Yeah. Unicron for people. I don't know if you are aware of that who are listening to the show. Some people are newer fans. Some are older fans. Unicron's essentially the chaos god of Transformers. Now, different. Plug your ears, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, there's in different incarnations of Unicron in different uh, shows. I mean, you have him in uh, <clears throat> the original 1986 movie, and through the comics, he's a little bit different in the comics, but essentially he's the same kind of character. Mm -hmm. Then, then you have uh, you have shows like Armada, Energon, and uh, uh, Cybertron, which is like the sort of the Unicron trilogy, which not my favorite shows, but you know they had an interesting way of going about the um, you know Unicron and that. Transformers Prime had a different take on Unicron, and and uh, even um, I don't know. It's hard hard to say with Beast Wars. Beast Wars, they obviously know of Unicron, and Unicron is definitely some big bad. I mean, for people who don't know a lot of that well, he's essentially Galactus as a Transformer. Right. He's Galactus. Yeah, <laughs> that's the easiest description for Unicron. <laughs> he, he travels around. He he's a um, and he has the ability to recreate uh, life. Um, he takes you. Know, you can take whatever reform and remake it he can't actually create from what i understand he can't create life but he can reform it what's what's good a word for that where he he takes in um it's like with sauron he can't make but he mocks yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yeah so um so we have that i mean that's exactly where this trilogy movie is going is going to go it's going to be the um essentially a unicron trilogy which i'm all down for i don't think anyone even had any proof that this was going to happen before the trailer I mean, there was some, we all kind of had our own ideas how it's going to be, but until you saw them in the trailer, there, no one knew a thing, which is great, man. I, there are not enough movies could keep you in the dark that, that well. I was worried this was going to be in the Michael Bay, you know, Bay universe, but it's not. And I, I'm assuming it's not really even in the, I, I think it's supposed to be in the Bumblebee, the movie Bumblebee uh, universe, but it seems like it's still a little separated. That, of course, took place in the 80s. This place mm -hmm. takes place in 1994. It seems like it's almost a colliding of universes is what they're hinting towards. Mm -hmm. 
because one thing that really caught me, like in the beginning of the trailer, is Optimus Primal, you know, voiced by Ron Perlman, says, For centuries our kind stayed hidden on Earth, but darkness has found us again. So they've already encountered Unicron and are running from him or hiding from him. Yeah, and honestly, um, the beginning of the um of the trailer, well, I I guess probably like three or four seconds into the trailer, he says this, and you have a shot of a Unicron um going after a world that has a ring around it, so you know it's not Earth. But mm-hmm. it's um his 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 massive size is even disrupting the rings around the planet, so all the dust is you know, flying up, and um obviously it's going to create some sort of um, magnetic field disturbance, gravity disturbance on the planet. So it's it's probably going all in, in kinds of chaos. So we're either, I mean, I'm kind of speculating. This is the planet. There, there's a, it was a, um, it was a memory. This is like the planet the Maximals came from, mm-hmm. or um, maybe this is the, uh, the planet uh, our, our uh, antagonist Scourge came from. That said, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of possibilities here, and I, I'm sorry, even um, War for Cybertron that was on Netflix dealt a lot with Unicron, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's where you had Galvatron come into the world. Galvatron in that show was a was a mirror universe or an alternate universe timeline of mm-hmm. what Megatron would become. And um, you know, Ed Plagueers again. We all know <laughs> as Transformers fans, and the um Galvatron comes, uh he he is formed from Megatron in the 1986 movie. And he's a future version of Megatron in the comics. There's mm-hmm. the whole Time Wars uh fiasco in the UK comics. So there's a lot of possibilities, a lot of different things they can borrow from for this. Um, what were your, um, you know, takes from the uh, introduction introduction of Unicron in this? Well, I've heard some interesting talk that some people think that planet may have been like the Maximals planet. And it was like their version of the jungle planet, like from the Unicron trilogy from Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be interesting. But yeah, they've done this. uh Harold's crossing over from another universe before like they did it with in the Marvel comics with uh Galvatron 2 in issue 67 where he pulled Galvatron from another universe to be his Harold. <laughs> and so I think we may be you know borrowing some of that, you know, and then like you said in the War for Cybertron trilogy, yeah, was it uh Earth Rising Kingdom? Yeah. It made reference to Galvatron like he kept popping up from the other universe until Unitron, Unicron caught him and pulled him back. Well, actually, in that also, uh, Nemesis in that yeah, the, was essentially a herald of of um, Unicron. An evil Optimus Prime. Yeah, which <laughs> is a big theory for Scourge in this, which Scourge is the uh, evil Optimus Prime uh, for, from originally from, um, what was that? Um, robots, robots in Disguise. Yeah, robots and Car Robots. Disguise. Yeah. Yeah, this Japanese the, Car Robots in Disguise here. The 2001 version. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, yeah he was a repainted... Um, uh, laser rod Optimus Prime, yeah, G two. So That's where you first get that black and teal, yeah, and gray color looks scheme. Great, yeah. Oh, it's a great color scheme for like a an evil Optimus Prime. So yeah. you have uh, that going on. So there's all kinds of possibilities they can have with this, right? So we also we have there's great scenes like there's a scene of of uh, you can see the teeth in the uh, I guess almost like it's moving two ways like a, like saw blades of teeth and like the opening mouth of Unicron hitting this planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, so you have, you have all those images, and I, I kind of think these are going to be like uh, memories that Primal's telling Prime about this because, yeah, exposition, yeah, Prime Prime in this does not want to get involved. He's like, This is not my war, which is not something you expect out of Optimus Prime. He's not the he's not the original 
Boy Scout Optimus Prime from the the show. He's tired of fighting. He's got enough yeah. stuff going on. I, I get a feeling that this is the follow up to Bumblebee with that the way they were yeah. so defeated mm-hmm. after that initial scene in Bumblebee, and they were just basically fleeing Cybertron. Yeah, they're t- trying to hide out, and that's another thing with this. It separates from the Michael Bay trilogy or trilogy. God, I'm sorry, quintuply. I don't know five movies that he put out. Um, <laughs> it's that uh, Prime doesn't want anyone to see him. He's sneaking around a parking lot when we first see him. He's slowly, quietly transforming. And, um, you know, he goes into this, this uh, garage and which Mirage, who's voiced by uh, P. Davison, he mm-hmm. shows up, dumps out, um, what's his face? Noah. Noah. Dumps him out and then, you know, transforms, you know, hooping and hollering. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like, Noah's like, what do you, man, don't get away from me. He's like, man, I thought we were boys. That's a completely different take of Mirage. It kind of feels like a Mirage and Blaster kind of combo, which is whatever. It's fine. I'm getting kind of a Trax and Raul. It kind of like does feel like a Trax Raul. Comedy with them. <laughs> it's a good call, actually. Yeah. But um, so yeah, Prime's pissed that he brought a human to the meeting because he's he doesn't want anyone knowing that they're there. I mean, even though there's gonna be a giant planet eater coming their way, but you know, don't let anyone know we're here. Right. So yeah, way different from um from Michael Bay's Optimus Prime, who was very out there. He wasn't planning on it, but once he got out there, everyone knew about him. He was pretty much out there and to the point where they were hunted for uh, starting the fourth movie. Right. We also see some interesting things with uh, what we were talking about, possibly like a beacon. There's um there was a, a human working on this yellow crystal rock thing. Have you seen yeah. at a point? It's almost like a piece of jewelry or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it looked like it was a mineral, like a chunk of a yellow mineral or something. And then, uh, and, hey, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, yeah. And then had that big energy blast, and then you see Optimus looking at the beacon. Yeah, they they goes uh. up into the sky. So you know, almost like um, it's kind of the same thing you see from uh, Beast Wars, kind of kind of thing with other voices where it, the beacon shoots back through space, and uh, you know, let's right let's go over there. Um, which you good know, callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the exact what I thought of because. That's, I almost wonder if that's where uh, the heralds come from. Like it basically shoots out a, a shot into the space. He's sending Silver Surfer, his herald. I mean, which is Scourge. Um, mm-hmm. The battle is a battle trap. Yeah, a battle yeah. trap. Yeah, uh, I keep calling him Scrapbook. Battle trap and um, Nightbird. Yeah, on the planet as you know, um, as every transformer in this in this universe seems to show up to the planet as a uh, meteorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they show up and uh, you, you see them walking out of the water. Really cool scene. And, you know, I kind of wonder how this this, this event's going to run. Uh, you know, they are going to basically show up and say, uh, behold, the we're the heralds of Unicron, the, the you know, the planet eater, devourer worlds or whatever. Right. Could be a lot of things like that. Well, similar to what Galvatron did in the Marvel comics where he shows up. And he's just like terrorizing everyone and just calling yeah. out that Unicron is coming. He's going to destroy you all. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on what, what uh, Galvatron you you look at, I mean, uh, even the IDW comics, um, Galvatron, Scourge, and Cyclonus were like from a dark uh, universe, this like dead universe. Yeah, the dead universe. Which they did, they used in uh, War for Cybertron. Mm-hmm. Galvatron, that was from the dead universe. And that's where Unicron in, the, in this, you know, in their continuity exists. But basically, he, everyone's raising a big, you know, flag and pointing lights at the sky and stuff, like could be the beacon and directing Unicron. Because if you, I guess, if you look at it this way, Unicron as a chaos god or whatever he is, it kind of supersedes, you know, what we think of as a transformer. Like he exists in different realities. Mm-hmm. So that could be a lot of that going on too. I mean, 
you see like you you uh you sent me a screenshot and i've seen it also elsewhere where there's this big platform and um you know these two big yellow eyes open up which same color as the mineral so that's what i'm you know we're kind of connecting that to unicron that there's scourge you see a tiny silhouette of scourge um and you know it could be that he's just being made or he's just he's been told to go to earth or maybe he's being um he's being his uh attitudes being readjusted or something as Galvatron would do, you know, Galvatron would try to rebel and <laughs> Unicron would be like, no, you're not. Oh yeah. Um, he'd spank him. Speaking pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of big battle images like it's any trailer, but what's kind of uh, lost in there. You showed me the screenshot where they, they're going to these, um, it was that Peruvian ruins, which uh, you'll see at uh, some one point during the uh, trailer, uh, they're flying through uh, the mountains of Peru. And even in the first trailer, you see this big street festival going on in Peru. But um, there's a there's a whole scene where they they find these these ruins, man, Incan ruins or something. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, the um the the stone tablet on top of it has you know Unicron on on the middle of it. Like there, this is like something's going to happen. They, this is already foretold. It was going to happen eventually, and that could be what the Maximals are. They're kind of you know being heralds of this whole thing. We don't you know what's going right. Well, and they had some graphics out before, like as teasers, and it showed like ink and carvings with like pictures of the different Maximals in it. So I wonder if that's all related or if that's even in the movie at all. Well, you know, that could be in the movie also. Yeah, it could just be promotional. It's hard to say right now. Yeah. But well, the thing is, I, I really liked about, I'm going to harken back to Beast Wars for a second. So people who are G1 only, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is kind of a, a reference point. You know, in uh, Beast Wars, the kind of neat thing about it was, you see uh, proto-humans seeing flying dinosaurs and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And you think like that could have been a, a um, origin point for a lot of legends, myths, folktales mm-hmm. are passed down like, word of mouth before they're written down. So once again, you have the uh, Maximals here and there you have their stone carvings. Perhaps the Incans treated them some sort of like, you know, jungle gods because there was right. a lot of, of them and, and they're huge. <laughs> Obviously, Primal is not the size of a, a regular um, silverback Ape, yeah. or silverback gorilla. Um, Cheetor is definitely not the size of a regular cheetah. They're all huge. They're almost like, um, I don't know, uh, avatars of the different animals. Yeah. So that's a big possibility as well. Like they're the paragon version of those animals. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if you've ever seen any Miyazaki movies, you know how, like, um, I want to say uh, Princess Mononoke, the uh, the gods of the animals, you know, they're, they're larger versions. You know, it could be something along those lines, how they treated them. So there's a season one reference to that too. Uh, I think, I think they're kind of taking a little from fire on the mountain with the yeah, Incan ruins and the, the big beacon from the crystal. Oh, good point. That's actually a great call back there. The, uh, where the, <laughs> the, green the green crystal, crystal. <laughs> is always, always come back to green crystals. Except that maybe they're yellow this time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that could be a big callback. Maybe there was a, uh, something on, on top of a, uh, a monument in the, in the Incan, you know, village that, apparently no one has any money, but you know, this, the girl's sister has a, our brother has a convertible. Right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> richest girl in town. Yeah, pretty much. She's the princess, <laughs> man. There are a lot of uh, neat images. I mean, we, you see like, um, of course, primals just swing through the, the jungle, but later on you see him swing on some huge structure. I, I assumed would have been something having to do with the unicorn, but maybe not because, you know, he's supposed to, is this whole movie trilogy is supposed to be about him. So maybe it's like a, a once again, a herald of him coming and he's, he's ripping up scorpions. Looks like, you know, we, we think, you know, Scorpion from uh, V-Source. 
But, and those things are huge. I mean, look yeah. how big the Maximals are. They're bigger than cars, and those yeah. scorpions are bigger than they are. It's definitely not the same scorpion like from the Bay movies. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we see more than just scorpions, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. I, I wonder, while we were talking earlier, I kind of wonder if they're going to do anything with the um, with the Articons being, like, the shock troopers. You know, you have, like, maybe, you know, spiders. Who knows, who knows what else? Right. Um, yeah, because some of them look kind of insectoid in the big battle scene in the trailer. Yeah, like you were saying, uh, we were trying to take screenshots for me earlier. Um, there were a lot of blur effects. I mean, you could. It was hard to really get clear pictures of some of these things because it moves so fast. And like you said, you know, our brains fill in those gaps during those blur effects. Right. And, uh, so what we think we see, our brains are kind of putting that together, the filling in the blanks. So they're giving a lot of things that are actually there that are just moving so fast, or they're not actually, you know being shown as solid it's a whole blur effect then going on and you think about how big um rhinox is in that, that scene also during the whole fight Archie's oh yeah riding him <laughs> she's 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 a she's a, i guess a medium-sized transformer and she's riding on his back shooting so they've the, definitely done away with that sight gag that the maximals and predacons were downsized that, that's like out the window which it has been for a while yeah, I mean, I I like that idea, but also you get into the uh, Cybertron trilogy, trilogy where the um or even uh with the uh, Beast Wars second uh you know anime that came that came out in Japan, right? Uh, all the all the animals were same size. You know, you had like you know um it was a Starscream BB. It was a huge, you know, stealth bomber and a and a jet, and they weren't tiny compared to them. So, that right, and one. then Armada did that too. Yeah. The, oh yeah, and and they were heralds of Unicron. That's right. So yeah, all of that. I mean, so we might as well uh, put put away the idea that uh, the the Maxwells are going to be small. Or they're going to be the size of a cheetah or the size of a gorilla or anything like that. Yeah, it's been left in the nineties. <laughs> Speaking of not being left in the nineties, or, or no, actually, this would be two thousands. You caught the um, and I've seen this elsewhere too, but I got you got a nice screenshot of it. Which, um, Noah wearing like an exosuit. He's he's kind of like Kicker from uh, was it Energon? Yeah, Energon. Yeah. So uh, he's there's a scene he's uh, grabbing on the back of Bumblebee was Bumblebee's doing the spin dance transformation thing. And I was kind of wondering what happened when uh, Mirage like tosses it. He says, hey, here, you know, you take the wheel and throws him a uh, something and he catches it and starts forming on his hand. So I guess that's going to be like an exosuit for him, which thank God the Transformers are actually trying to protect the people because, you know, I guess they didn't learn from uh, Spike. Yeah. Daniel or spark plug <laughs> or um sam witwicky in the bay movies they were just like always in, in arms way this time it's like no no we're gonna give you an exosuit so you don't die in five minutes and he kind of disappears when bumblebee transforms i was watching that like frame by frame and yeah. i know it's blurry so it just might be in a blur behind bumblebee but it looks like he disappears when bumblebee transforms so i wonder if they merge somehow like I mean, maybe they're doing maybe. like a headmaster or power master type That'd be kind of neat. I didn't think about that. And considering uh, you see one scene during the the um, during the trailer where uh, Scourge is uh, saying that everything you love will be consumed, and mm-hmm. that scene he's shoving a blade through Bumblebee. Right. So I wonder if there's a connection there somehow. <clears throat> I mean, possibly. Kind of thought it was going to be uh, like a Mirage and Noah show, but maybe not. Oh, and something from that same scene where he's telling him, you know, everything you care about will be consumed. Yeah. It shows a shot of Noah's family, and you see what appears to be his mother. Mm-hmm. That was uh, uh, Luna Lauren Velez, who played Laguerta on Dexter. Oh, that is, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that at all. I mean, it's such a quick scene. I, I guess it didn't occur to me. Yeah. Uh, well, she looked familiar, 
And yeah. of course, you know, her hair is completely different. She's got mom hair. Um, but yeah, I looked it up and that's who it is, but they haven't credited who she is yet. Like hmm. her character name. So, yeah. So once again, you know, it's her go back to um, Galactus. He, mm-hmm. He's just, um, Unicron is, uh, he's kind of treated as like a, a God of destruction or God of, you know, devouring stuff. I don't know what, how you want to look at it, but he's definitely yeah. put on that pedestal of being a God. Um, he's like, as Mirage says in the trailer, he's like, how big is this guy? Well, he's planet. So bigger than that. Yeah, but bigger than a planet. <laughs> so, which is a nice, uh, nice thing with that, because Ed, plug the ears again. Uh, the 1986th <laughs> movie opens with them, these uh, arbalists um, on the planet. The lithons, yeah. But on, yeah, lithos, looking up, and they, they know what Unicron is. Like, it's like, you know, they're the, the anti, you know, creation showing up, and they're like, well, this is our day. This is where we all die. Um so yeah, the, it, the people in the universe know of Unicron. So of course the Maxwells are going to know about Unicron. I'd be kind of surprised that you know, Optimus, Optimus Prime and the others don't know who Unicron is. So they might they might know it, but maybe they, it's like too overwhelming, too much of a big thing to grasp. Or it's lost information from the war, or you know something yeah. they just consider was a myth. No one really expects the Antichrist to come back in our world, except for you know, religious you know zealots. Yeah. Um, we, we just go, we get up every day. We're not like, well, here, this day that the, uh, the chaos bringers are going to come and consume us all. Go to work now. Yeah. We, it, it's an existential thing. <laughs> really? That little kid from the movie? <laughs> Damien? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this kid across the street in the swing staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. I did this for you, Damien. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for you. <laughs> the, um, yeah, there, there's the idea that we can, um, we can, Think about like the uh, destruction or the anti-life, but not actually mm-hmm. being a, be able to grasp the the gravity of it. And I don't know; it kind of feels like that with this. So yeah, anyway. I think that that's the big difference between Unicron and Galactus. Is Galactus is amoral? He's not good or evil, really. He's just doing what he does. He has to eat, and you just happen to be on his sandwich. Yeah. You know, whereas Unicron seems like he's actively evil. Like he seeks out living planets to kill them. Like they taste better. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes better when there's fear. Right. You got to um, have toppings on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we are the pineapple to his pizza. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. and that's that's what topic. the yellow crystal is. That's the pineapple topping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> So, I mean, really, it all, it all kind of connects to the idea that there's there's something that's been going on that's been foretold in the planet, but no one really, you know, it's one of those things that it might just be such an existential crisis, they don't really get it. But obviously, um, you know, as the movie progresses, things start happening and they're they're having to you know, accept that what's going on. Even mm-hmm. to the point where um, you were noticing how those those globes that, there's a scene where Bumblebee uh, jumps from the back of Stratosphere, one of the other um, Autobots in the movie who flies. And he pulls out, you know, he basically has double you know, guns on his, on his fist. He does like a spin as he's falling and shoots these, these orbs. The orbs have the same coloration as a, as the scorpions. Right. The little red eyes, like the little red lights are on them. Look, matches yeah. the eyes of the creatures. So obviously as the movie goes on there, they're realizing something's, something's bad's happened. They got to stop it. And I, I kind of wonder how those, those are uh, the scorpions and all that kind of play into this. Just like, you know, we have our chaos heralds uh, and this chaos heralds being uh scourge, Battle Trap and uh, Nightbird, where generally speaking, we're looking at like, you know, um, Galvatron, Scourge and Cyclonus, you know, different names, uh, same kind of thing of heralds there. I mean, for your Marvel fans, they are the Silver Surfer and whatever heralds of Galactus. There's a a lot of theories about, you know, about Scourge. And I kind of like the idea that, um, you know, 
perhaps he's like Michael Bay's Optimus Prime because that those movies were kind of heading that that direction. So that's one of the speculations. Um, right. I mean, it, it can't be a coincidence that you know the last uh, night ended with the threat of Unicron, and this one is like picking back up that threat, but in a different way. It's not inside of Earth. <laughs> It's coming from space, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's entirely possible that all that that they showed with Unicron consuming that planet, that that was before he became the the core of Earth, like it showed in last night, if these are connected. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that was, you know, that's the exposition from the distant past. Mm -hmm. Like it could have happened billions of years ago. And that's why there's the Maxwells are here trying to stop it or keep him, keep him, you know, in hibernation. Right. And it it would be ironic if they were hiding out on the very planet that Unicron is inside of. (laughs) Yeah. And they did this also with uh, Transformers Prime, the uh, the show that he was, uh, Unicron was essentially, he was dormant as the, uh, as the planet Earth. And that's why there was like, you know, dark energon and everything everywhere. We we were talking earlier, like, you know, about this, maybe this yellow crystals are like dark energon, you know, it's kind of like the, a tainted form of right. Energon that, you know, he had, it's kind of his lifeblood. So that could be that too. And well, that was originally alluded to. They were heading that way in Dreamwave in their comics mm-hmm. before they, you know, that whole thing got the axe and fell apart. Yeah. But yeah, they were leading towards that Unicron was inside of the Earth and it was just never developed because, you know, that whole uh, licensing deal <laughs> fell through. <laughs> oh, licensing. Yep. Um. So yeah, they, there, there could be a lot of things going on with that. Um. You also pointed out a few things that, uh, you know, maybe if we're going in that direction, that maybe Scourge, Battletrap, and uh, Nightbird are perhaps, um, I don't know, almost, the word, not, I don't know, the words, the word tainted isn't quite right, but they're, they're basically um, changed by Unicron. Yeah, twisted. Twisted, yeah, we'll say. Um, so, yeah, there's, you, you pointed out how Nightbird has, you know, wheels on her feet just like RC. Wouldn't it right. be kind of cool if, like, you know, she was about, uh, Nightbird was a, alternate reality version of RC that was reformed as Nightbird. And I mean, Battle Trap is no telling. I, I said, okay, be Ironhide for all we know. But right. it could be nothing like that. So we're just we're just speculating. We're being like every other fan out there right now. There's some people have noticed uh, design similarities between Nightbird and Air Razor as well, her robot hmm. mode, like on the toys. Okay. That the, there's some motifs that carry over between the two. So they wonder if maybe Nightbird is made from Air Razor. Oh, I can see. Well, make, or maybe Air Razor is Nightbird. Ooh, <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> what a twist! The um, well, if you look at the face of uh, Air Razor and face of Nightbird, I mean, they're stylistically different, but they're essentially the same. Like that, yeah, mask over the face. Yeah, so, there's stuff on the chest that they noticed. Uh, okay, yeah. you can see that, but you know, we we don't really know. It could just be that this is just coincidental. But it'd be kind of nice having that uh, that whole thing where Michael Bay's universe died. Unicron woke up, came, and, you know, they were all done. So we don't have to see um, Sam Whitwick anymore um, go, go, uh, go, 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 as her, you know, travel on the road. <laughs> yeah, that I'm would so- definitely be a, a heavy <laughs> reboot there. And, I mean, yeah. they, they'd already corrupted Optimus in The Last night when they made him into Nemesis Prime. So you wonder yeah. if maybe that played into him being like twisted by unicron as well yeah so okay not gonna go into that because there's a whole other episode when we eventually review that <laughs> they never explained why they, he did that why he was twisted he just went out in space came back like i'm evil now well it was like uh quintessa reprogrammed him <laughs> oh you get started quintessa yeah 
you take a really cool concept for the original show and make it really small and you know anyways yeah so still you, better uh, than alpha q though oh god <laughs> oh alpha q that that was the best name ever so yeah you have a lot of things going on um obviously there's like the uh the areas of this is going to take place i'm assuming a lot of this is going to take place in south america a lot of places a lot of this is going to take place in new york also um i almost wonder if that whole big battle scene that you see at the end of the trailer is going to happen down in um you know peru or in brazil or something like that there's no telling at this point it looks like it's going to be like a a, a world traveling kind of uh movie but yeah, it's definitely got two settings new york and peru at least it's got at least those two settings at the very least, you know, so that we see we see the beginning of the original trailer, you know, Prime he jumps up and pulls a gun on Primal. And that yeah. can't be the beginning of the movie. It's got to be somewhere in the middle of it or a third of the way into it because we don't have to establish everything going on in New York to begin with. Right. You know, we have, uh, let me think you have, I'm sorry, Wheeljack or Pablo, what do you want to call him? Uh, <laughs> Wheeljack, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Wheeljack, RC, Bumblebee, Mirage, and Prime. Oh, wait, Stratosphere. So those are your six Autobots. Mm-hmm. When I hear about this, it's going to be a lot more robot heavy. It's going to be a lot more, I guess, personality. I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna work on the personality of the, of the Transformers a lot more. And I'm kind of hoping, you know, Scourge has a lot of good lines in this. I don't know if Battle Trap is going to really have much or Nightbird. Yeah, I haven't heard anything from those two, but they at least Nightbird has a voice actress okay. assigned to her. So yeah, I haven't seen anything about Battle Trap yet, though. And they got some. Really good voice actors for the um, the Maximals as well. So you have um, you know Michelle Yao, who you know Oscar winning Michelle Yao, yeah. as a uh, as Air Razor, and you you know of course Ron Perlman, who he did uh, he did Primal in the um, um, Power of the Primes. Yeah, show. yeah. So this is his first time as Optimus Primal. But he, I was reading a little interview with him though. He really wanted to go in like fully with this and really you know get his voice right for it. So he really he's treated it pretty you know pretty seriously. I hate it for. Um, uh, Gary Chalk. Uh, Gary Chalk is always going to be, you know, my first Optimus Primal from Beast Wars. Yeah. But I, I like Ron Perlman, you know, has a different approach, which is, it, I don't know, a lot more dire, which is fine. It works in this. Um, yeah, I was really it, hoping to see Gary in it as well. It'd be a nice little it, cameo. Yeah. Give him uh, something. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know, I, I, um, I, I as um, when I, when I moderated a Pensacon, I went down there. Um, and I was delighted to be able to uh, moderate a panel that had David Kay, who was a Beast Wars Megatron there. Mm-hmm. And uh, people said, oh, are you really hoping maybe they can uh, bring back, you know, you as a as a voice of Megatron? He goes, oh, yeah, all day long. I'd, I'd love that. But you got to, at the end of the day, say, like, who's get David Kay compared to these other people? Like, OK, you know, he's not wrong. It would have been nice to have him in the, in the uh, Kingdom series. But at the end of the day, you oh, know, yeah, we're going after big <laughs> names. Yeah, the one in, the one in Kingdom was pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, so I'd love to hear him do a Beast Wars Megatron before this whole like Unicron arc is done. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, which you know, that's what the director was saying that this is going to be an arc. This is like just the first part to yeah. this whole Unicron story. So they're not like blowing it all for this movie. Yeah, don't be surprised if you don't see Unicron in this. Besides, like you know, flashback and the exposition, like we we're talking about. Right. Don't be surprised if it's going to be a thing where there the whole fight's going to be against Scourge Battle Trap. Um, Nightbird and I guess a million scorpion bug things, right? And uh, it's going to be I, I would I completely I foresee this as uh, they finally beat them back. Maybe Scourge takes off. He's he's done. And he says, "Well, we'll wait the unit coming Unicron and you know Primal and Primal get each other." Like, well, I guess we'll be here when it happens, or I guess we'll prepare something like that at the end of this. They go look right. at the, the heavens and know that Unicron's on the way. 
but man, I'll tell you, I like, I, I could have, I, I probably squeal like a schoolgirl whenever I saw Unicron in the trailer, mm-hmm. because it's something we we he's almost like a um a MacGuffin for you know end of times Transformers stories, right? Because he was like you know he was in the original 1986 movie Orson Welles played him, um, which great voice actor for that role, mm-hmm. and um yeah, apparently. <laughs> From what I understand, he didn't know what it was what was going on. He was just like, "All right, I'm I'm a big planet. I eat everything. Yeah. Okay, I'm the <laughs> biggest toy. I think is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie about toys fighting, and I'm the biggest toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, and say what you will about that movie, I, I love it still. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of that. I mean, you could say that um, you know, he's always the go to for end of time stuff, and he is. But there's nothing wrong with that. It, it works really well. Um, I think it's he's uh, literally the big bad. He is. He is. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna see if there's any notes I took here, but um I think we've already kind of covered it. Um, he is the big bad. He's uh it was eventually gonna have to happen for um for the the white screen, the big screen. And uh so at least they're doing it over three movies, not trying to cram it all into one. So there's right. that. Yeah. Um any kind of things you'd like to see in this. Well, I'm just curious, like, with the whole arc, like, at this point, you know, they don't have the Matrix. Yeah. Like, how are they going to work that in with this? Because, you know, they didn't even have the Matrix until Revenge of the Fallen in the previous set of movies. So, like, how would they even defeat Unicron? Like, do they have a new MacGuffin? Are they going to have to find the AllSpark cube again? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Earth is actually Primus. Who knows? Right. the other also remember that was an alternate reality where um you know it was Bay's universe maybe he has it maybe it's right a, does he have it now I'm curious how they're gonna work yeah. that in yeah I mean the uh, the whole uh, all spark has kind of become the is overtaken the matrix as the MacGuffin or sometimes they're the same thing so see how they handle that as well yeah um and you know having Noah as uh in a in a exosuit maybe he's gonna essentially be Daniel from uh the rebirth where he becomes someone's headmaster. Right, it's <laughs> terrible, but uh, still, yeah, well, I guess we'll eventually get that, that into the regular show. Um, the rebirth. Oh, and David Sobolov is doing uh, Rhinox, so That's he's right, yeah, he's the only cast member from Beast Wars to carry over into this movie. He was Depth Charge. That's right. Oh, that's gonna be great. Yeah, he's a great voice for that. Was he Skyquake in um, Prime? Yes, okay, he was, so he was also yeah. that, which is awesome voice, also. So David Subloff has been in, involved in the uh, in the different shows for a while, which is good. So it's also it's it's a it's a you know different cast from what usually happened. It's also not in a lot of ways. Of course, Peter mm-hmm. Cullen is in there, so great there. Right. No, no idea if Bumblebee even talks yet. We'll find out. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone anyone cast for that. But John DiMaggio is doing Stratosphere. Oh, that's so, right. Oh, so man. Bender. <laughs> so if he sounds like the only Bender, I'll be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> more of that more stratosphere on the, on the screen please and he, the uh the head looks like a like an old he looks like the pilot from um the second mummy movie that flew them um mm-hmm. into, into the desert and crashed and got consumed by the desert what was his name oh blank yeah, yeah the uh, a long looks, time since i've watched those yeah he, he looks like the uh the old british pilot mm-hmm. <laughs> who flies some of that he looks great he's got the big old bushy mustache and the goggles and stuff. oh yeah he's got the yeah the old man face <laughs> he's great <laughs> they um i'm pleased that they've come away from the bug faces that uh bay had originally and yeah the, the modeling on the faces is definitely more uh relatable yeah you don't need you don't need 
in my opinion, you don't need a, diff- a thousand different plates moving all the time of the face. Mm-hmm. You know, have Beast Wars really went into the uh, having a face mask and a ma- and a mouth, depending on what mm-hmm. you're doing, and that's cool. You know, if you want to give you know Prime a mouth and then give him a faceplate when he needs it, hundred percent okay with that. But um, yeah, I mean that, that's it's really nice to have you know that kind of aesthetic where you'd have you know, and Mirage actually kind of still goes back to the older base style where there's a lot of like human features. They're like anthropomorphizing robots in a way. Right. But also, once again, it kind of works with um, Pete, the way Pete Davidson is doing the character from what I've heard so far. And I didn't know how I'd like it, but the guy's the right age. He's probably really into this. He probably thinks it's really cool. So I expect him to do a really good job. Yeah, and Mirage's face looks like it's really able to emote. They look like they've got the... Yeah plate set up so he can do a full range of emotions yeah someone pointed out on one of the uh, message boards i saw he if you look at his uh his head he's got like a headphones hanging back here over his mm-hmm. ears kind of hangs down the back there looks kind of cool he looks like he's uh he belongs on you know long island like he's a uh which where david pete davis is from he looks like uh, a kid a punk kid on long island or something like that so i'm 100 <laughs> i'm good with that yeah i think him have, being able to emote considering he's kind of a the character is kind of a punk, like he says, tracks and rel kind of thing. Maybe, um, maybe a little blaster in there. He's not like the original Mirage. Oh no, he he was um, Mirage was kind of, I mean, like all the original voice actors, he was kind of laconic in his in his delivery. Well, and Mirage was never really developed that much in no. any series. He's so a, he's well, almost a blank slate. <laughs> except except when the cliff jumper wants to blame him for being a traitor constantly right and really most of that was on cliff jumper that was a cliff jumper show and mirage <laughs> just happened to be the target <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> and then the tickle fest afterwards uh, <laughs> <laughs> so oh uh, man so and personally with like well, yeah i see kind of what you're looking for with this with me i just i i want a nice bridge of i don't i don't expect them to go back to the 1986 kind of motif because we've had too much stuff at this point mm-hmm. that people forget. And I, I think we're guilty of this sometimes too. We say we, we want this, we want that. We forget that you can't go back in time and un, un, unring the bell on, you know, beast wars. You can't unring the bell on the Bay movies. You can't ring, unring the bell on the Cybertron trilogy. It was, it's, we're not, we're far beyond the 1986 movie or far beyond that the original toy line. Yeah, Armada so. was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Armada can now almost vote. So, uh, <laughs> oh, actually, no, Energon can vote. Uh, anyways, yeah. uh, the only thing about our fandom, and I say our fandom because, you know, you and I have known each other for, oh my God. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 20, 20 something years. A, a 20. little less than 30. God, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. It, it, yeah, it was like, 98 99 yeah okay so we'll say we'll say <laughs> not 25 years in that time over this fandom we have seen things change so much and where older fans are unable or unwilling to accept changes so you know we have to we have to understand that things are going to change either you yeah. adapt and you change with it or you continue to live on your 1995 uh, you stagnate yeah, yeah you, uh, you say on your uh your geosities message board yeah. uh <laughs> or, you, you know, know yeah we met like just a couple years after when this movie is set <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i always we're tell old. people yeah we're old guys 
I always stratosphere. Told... Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna really the stratosphere more than we are uh, anyone else. The um yeah, I always remember tell people when they complain about you know beast machines and stuff, I said you know that was my first botcon in ninety nine. They showed the first episode of Beast Machines, and we weren't really sure of it then. There's been a lot that's happened since then. So oh yeah. It was cool to see it before everyone else. <laughs> oh, it was cool to see it. It was very pretty, but uh, yeah, I still really don't like it. Yeah. I appreciate it. It looks really nice compared to Beast Wars. The the animation was done well. Bad shadows. <laughs> well, they, they had that in season two and season three of Beast Wars, but the shadows were much more pronounced. Yeah. Um, we had to learn that now we're not always going to like everything, right? And I, say, and I say this is like kind of everyone out there, you know. You're not. You don't have to like everything. You're not ever going to like every single thing, but you know everything has its place. And everything has its. It's you know. Yeah, there's something for everybody in this franchise yeah, now. That's the beautiful thing about the franchise, and you know, I, I'm 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 kind of I'm I'm open to everyone having their own say and you know what they like and they don't like. So, with this movie, I'm kind of hoping we have a nice blend of all that. Mm-hmm. You know, things we like, things we maybe weren't as familiar with, we didn't get into as much. So it kind of bridges that gap. That's kind of that was my long way around the block, kind of saying that was what I'm hoping for this. Yeah, yeah. there's a little bit of something for everybody in it. Yeah, um, you have a little bit of the people things for the Bay Movie people's people. Mm-hmm. You have a little bit of something for the original, like the G1 fans, like you know we originally were. Mm-hmm. You have something for the Beast Wars fans. You have something for the War for Cybertron fans, and you have something for the Cybertron trilogy fans. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no, definitely uh, Unicron Star trilogy Trek. stuff like peppered in there. You can see yeah. it already. The uh, I think the writer and director, um, I can't think of his name right now. He definitely wants this to go well, and he's definitely trying because he's a fan. I'm always a little wary when someone says I'm a, I was a fan first. Well, that's cool, but you know, I don't want I want fan fiction. It sounds like they're trying to get this kind of nailed down to be inclusive and being like kind of a world-ending event kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised though if we didn't get more references to Unicron trilogy as it builds yeah. in the art, because I mean that was really what that whole, especially Armada was built towards the threat of Unicron coming, and then it ended with Unicron finally arriving. So it it'd be remiss if they didn't take some notes from that. Yeah, and um, so yeah, actually, and once again, you know, you talk about possibly having like the Jungle Planet, which is what you had in Cybertron, with uh, right. Well, I, I can't think of the character's name right now, but all the different characters. Scourge. Oh, true. Yeah, Scourge. <laughs> Obviously, geez, what am I talking about? Man, there's so many tra- there's so many characters that have been redone and reused in different names. There's I so know. Many tril- uh, series is now. I, I need like a like a one. I need to be like Charlie Day behind me with a, with a poster. Like I was just thinking of that with the red threads going everywhere. It. I swear you need it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that'd be good. Um, and you know. Let you guys know in case you are wondering. Um, I'm gonna kind of wrap this up here. In case you guys are wondering, you know, Ed's fine. Like I said, he's dealing with something personal uh this week. I said we'll we'll do a little episode, let him take a week off, get done when he needs to get done. So he's 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 okay. Um, we didn't kill him, we didn't off him this week. Uh, that's for another time. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I I asked Booth to come in here like kind of last minute, but you know, I knew he would step up and help out. So I got nothing uh, else to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh yeah, everyone, I'm gonna put a link to the Discord in there. And uh, you know, please check it out. Uh I am also going to put again the um the link to the um to the GoFundMe for um Simon Lech, who is um who owns the Sunbow Archive, which 
you know, if you were an tra- original Transformers fan, like you know, we were, uh, if you were a uh, if you were a GI Joe fan, if you were a Jim and the Holograms fan, if you were a robotics fan, if you were a you know Inhumanoids fan, so many different shows came out during that time. Uh, so he has so many good resources. I want to see make make sure he can you know, if you can help if you can, uh, or just go visit the Sumbo archive. You know, meander around there, get some hits on that site. Oh yeah, I'm on it there. daily. Yeah. Yeah, I you're, like you're, live there. Yeah, you're uh, you're helping pay his rent. Uh, <laughs> the guy, I know the guy uh, is he's out of work. Uh, there he was having a lot of trouble with, uh, during during you know, lockdowns where there was being really bad as far as working conditions. He had to leave for his own uh, mental health, which I can appreciate that. So uh, he will um, he will he'll appreciate anything you do. You just go to the Sunbow Archive and spend an afternoon looking around the old scripts, things like that, which like I have done a lot, and I know Boo has done a lot. Yeah, help him out. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, guys, uh, if you can go to uh, your podcast platform, give a you know, hope hopefully five star review. Say a little something, you know, give a little review. Say, hey, got you guys. I, I hate your faces, or um, I love the show. I come every, I listen every week. Whatever you want to do, cool with that. Um, giving good a review um, helps get the algorithm going. Helps people find us. Uh, same thing on YouTube, which uh, this will be on YouTube. And um, so yeah, I'll give you, you know, give us a good, you know, thumbs up. Share it on your uh, on your Facebook page, you know, say these guys are all right or these guys are terrible. Go laugh at them. I don't care. You know, exposure. Um, so all of that said, thanks, guys, for being here. Come join the Discord. Come talk to us. Tell me how much you hate my face or you really like listening to us. I don't care. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a Discord that's um, building every week. We associate with, by the way, the uh, excellentunderground.net, um, which uh, I've, that's uh, that's Boo's homepage. I've been yeah. going to that place. That's kind of my home as far as Transformers stuff. Yeah, I'm He's the current webmaster before you know BZ gives me the axe. <laughs> oh, he will. No, <laughs> yeah, wait, he wait will. Till it's all done. Then I was like, done. I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so go visit the excellentunderground.net. There are good fan forums there. There's a Discord server at Excellent Underground. Uh, we're all kind of partners with all that. So come yeah. visit us. And uh, until next time, everyone, um, I will see y'all next time. You, you Have a good one. Way out, boo? Oh yeah, um, I can do a quote if you want. <laughs> sure, yeah. I know you know the Lenny quotes. Go for it. <laughs> anyway, I need the bread more than I need a set of wheels, dude. Ready? Yeah, it's Raul talking to tracks. Oh yes, make tracks. Yeah, and tracks replies more than you need a friend. <laughs> more than you need a friend. <laughs> Get under my hood and reattach that wire. <laughs> I can't wait for those episodes. It's gonna be so good. All right, y'all, take it easy. See you next uh, week. Good night.